and welcome to the Gifted Life Podcast, where we have those conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation. I'm Lori Steele. And I am Joey Boudreaux. And this is episode 20. 20 episodes, Lori. My goodness. No joke. Can I get a high five? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's a very special day as well because it's December 25th. So happy holidays to everyone out there. Merry Christmas. Just a, a wonderful time of the year. And I didn't sing at that time, so that was good. But what an exciting year in donation it has been. We're thankful for all those who work towards making life happen across the way through Absolutely. donation. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's been such a special year. As I mentioned in our Thanksgiving episode, we've had our best year ever from uh, the amount of people that said yes on the registration, mm-hmm. on the Louisiana registry, and the, and the amount of people that said yes to donation and the, the number of heroes that we've had. The amount of lives that we say it's been a great, great year for us, Lauren. Yeah, it's just a statewide team effort. And then through this podcast, we've been partnering with OPOs across the country as well. Yeah. So really a nationwide effort to save more lives through donation. We've Couldn't ask for better. We mentioned the podcast. Thanks if you've been sharing it, letting people know about it. We've been having a lot of that happen. But remember to tell them where they can find us. Absolutely. You can find us on iTunes. Coming soon on Google Play, Laurie, as we talked about before, and then on any other of your favorite apps that you might have. Yeah, we also... It's easy to find us. Easy to find us. We we like to make it um, as easy as possible. We also like to use social media. So a lot of things that we talk about, you'll see on our Facebook page, which is under Donate Life Louisiana. You can follow us both on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Donate Life LA. So, so much out there. We try to make it a click away so that you can help us in any way, shape, or form possible. And we appreciate it. We always encourage you to give feedback. Uh, most of you do that at info at lopa.org. Now, Joe, we have a new phone number for you to communicate with us better. That's right. That number, Lori, is 504-648-3477. What's that, that, Joe? That is 504-648-3477. So we'd love your feedback, questions, comments. You may even be featured on a podcast. Coming up today on this podcast, you know, it's the holidays, Joey, everybody celebrating, getting together with family, sharing memories, making memories, which is what I love. So we decided to bring in Lopa's CEO in this very special 20th episode. So she's going to come in, share Can her we? memories, talk about her career, how she started. So that may be new for a lot of you. And and, and talk about these memories about how we've progressed over, you know, two decades plus. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And in our family support segment, Laura, we're going to be talking a little bit about grief and its impact during this holiday season. And one of my favorite times of the year, the Rose Parade, watching the Donate Life float roll down with the faces of these heroes, these recipients. It's just so amazing. And we have a Louisiana connection. We'll talk about that. And then as we do in every episode, we'll be honoring a hero. Mm -hmm. That and more here on The Gifted Life. very excited because at this point in the podcast, we have a guest who has never been on before. This is episode 20, so pretty big deal. But Kelly Ranum, Lopa's CEO, joins us now. Hey, Miss Kelly. Hello. How are you? Good. So, Joey, a lot of people may not know that this podcast would not be a reality had it not been for this lady. Kelly Ranum. That's right. So this was kind of your brainchild for Louisiana, for Lopa. For donation. For donation. Yes, absolutely. So I know you allow us to be innovative about things and present it to us. Maybe we can do a podcast. What 
brought that on. At one of our annual meetings, I saw a presentation from the Mayo Clinic, and it was one of their social media directors. I'm sure I'm demolishing his title there, but he was talking about how they were able to promote services of the Mayo Clinic and get a lot of information out across the country on different disease processes. And I thought, what a great way to educate the public about what we do and how we do it. And so an idea was born. That was it. And the wheels were in motion. That's right. And here we are today, episode 20, which is amazing. And it's all about learning. We're learning about each other, the people who come together to make life happen. We're learning about processes and how things have evolved over the years. But let's start with you, because what I did know is that you just worked your way up. You didn't just step into the managerial role. You fell in love with it a long time ago. Fell in love with Lopa a long time ago. Yeah. So actually uh, was working at Tulane in the ICU and was on a night shift. So I was looking at the newspaper, trying to figure out something different to do, and saw an opening at Lopa. I applied, and they didn't hire me. (laughs) Go figure. And that's how history is made. (laughs) And uh, I guess about a month later, they uh, sent me a letter and asked me to come back in to interview, and I did. And I've been here since August 15th of 1995. And I started as a coordinator, which was a very different role than what it is today. We actually did all of the hospital development. We approached all the families. We did the donor management in the ICU as well as the OR portion with very little assistance. We had one surgical tech in there. And then we did all the follow-up with the families. I, I like to tell the coordinators of today that we absolutely went both ways uphill in the snow <laughs> with no shoes. Onion sandwiches they, were all we got to eat. they don't understand that. Absolutely. It was a very different day. And there was a lot of turnover at LOPA, probably upwards into the 50% mark. Mm-hmm. And that just didn't seem to work for me. Mm-hmm. I thought, this is a fantastic job. What more could you want as a, a nurse or really anybody in life than to make a difference? And so I sort of started, I guess, my quest in moving up the ladder. Started as a, an organ manager in just the Metairie office and then became the director of organ, the director of organ and tissue, and then the interim executive director at the time, that was the title. And I did that from 1990, I started in 95, 99 was when I had my first promotion and Mm -hmm. became the uh, full-time executive director slash CEO in 2002. Wow. And in that time, we've had so many changes under your tutelage and under your direction, how have you seen LOPA evolve over that the past, what, 15 years now? Well, just technology. We've learned about some here on the podcast. It's just amazing because you had to be quick on your feet to, to get to it. No social media uh, 10 years ago. <laughs> no. Everything's Snapchat, on, everything's Facebook. Yes. Yeah. How did you survive? I don't know. <laughs> It wasn't easy, it was Lori. It wasn't easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was those onion sandwiches. That's it. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was really different. The hospitals weren't as accepting. I don't think the public was as accepting. Mm-hmm. Information wasn't out there. So, yeah, technology has been a tremendous gift to this field. And we're able to get our stories out, which I think is the biggest impact for any of us. The reason we do this work is, is our donor families. Mm-hmm. Um, the recipients, absolutely a very important part. But to me... 
the heart of what we do are our donor families. Mm -hmm. And those stories inspire us. You use those stories to inspire us. And you still have contact with some of those families that you actually worked those cases all those years ago. I do. What is that like for you? I see one of my families every year at the uh, Lopa annual family picnic and it's awesome I get to see now I see grandbabies they're on grandbaby number two oh wow (laughs) and it's it's incredible it it really is I I don't even I don't even know how to put it into words so it's just awesome to be able to know that you had some small part in their life and then after all these years um, if you were to go to a donor family meeting a recipient I mean that still gets to you as well even if there's a language barrier or like, I'm not crying right now. Thank you, Lori, for not pointing out the uh, drippy eyes. Yeah. It is. I, I, um, it's hard not to be affected by every story, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a, a, a mom that's been affected, a dad, a brother, a sister, aunt, uncle, grandparent. It's hard not to put your heart where they are. And although it's a great gift and it's a tremendous honor to be a hero, I still feel their pain mm. that they go through. And I'm always in awe of the strength that they have in in any situation that we see them in, whether they're volunteering for us or coming to a a function that we sponsor or one of the iBank sponsors. And so I just feel blessed to be able to do what I do. And Lori, you know, she talks about, you know, families and being able to, to meet their recipients and the impact that that has. Thinking back, and I can remember, of course, I started in 2002, which was shortly after she took over. And since Kelly took over, we had upward around 85 to 100 heroes through organ donation at that time. And since has doubled, you know, and we're looking at hopefully having a year of, of where we're going to have somewhere around 170 to 180 wow. heroes. So, so the impact that has been made under Kelly's direction has been enormous in the state. Wow. And, and so you can hear the emotion, you can hear our leader, and then that just trickles down to the to the rest of us. So we appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate and you guys. We do want to tell you, thank you for getting us on this podcast run. There's a lot of work that goes into it, a lot of sweat and passion, and it's amazing. I mean, we've been seeing the benefits. So obviously um, a vision for, for Lopa and for donation. Um, but it is the holidays. It is Christmas time. Today is... Christmas Day, December 25th, and we would like to show you how special you are to us and to others in making life happen. We got you a little thank you from the Gifted Life production team. So we want to thank you for helping us all achieve so much for our donors, donor families, and recipients. Thank you, Y'all are too sweet. Thank do you, you like? I do. I love, uh, I guess Kirsten told you, I'm just like, I am a book fanatic. Yes. I read um, voraciously so thank you it's a barnes and noble gift card so thank you very much yeah couldn't do it without all of you surrounded by an incredible group of people and we thank you for allowing us to to make this podcast happen thank you we hope to visit with you again on the podcast yep okay (laughs) (laughs) i love it lopa's ceo kelly randall reached our family support segment so uh, we have brought in again Miss Sally Gentry how are you I'm good how are you Lori good of Lopez Family Services we started a conversation last podcast we want to continue with that huh Joe yeah we did Lori Uh, at our last Thanksgiving podcast we talked about how the holidays are a time for family and friends and you know laughter but at the same time we have to remember and, and Sally touched upon it 
how much grief really impacts us all at this time. Absolutely. Uh, you know, holidays aren't always a time for joy and happiness for everyone, especially those dealing with the sudden death of a loved one. And each family member grieves differently, and I think that's somewhat difficult at times for people to grasp. But at this time of the year, perhaps being able to sit down with your family, including the kids, too, because many times children are, are not included in these conversations about what do we do here at the holidays, it's going to be a very difficult time for all of us. What are the expectations? And as you all know, you know, there's a lot of expectations on all of us during the holidays, which makes it even more important for everyone to be able to have that time to discuss what do we want to do. Because grief robs people of emotional, physical energy. So you might want to lessen your involvement as that person in the holiday activities. Uh, in other words, don't expect too much of yourself and realize you're doing the best that you can. Mm -hmm. That's good. Also, you might want to keep in mind that well-meaning people uh, may expect you to hide your feelings about grief and loss, and but you should not ignore yourself to please others mm. because you're not obligated to be cheerful, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless of, of what anyone may say to you. But then I've also heard people say they've never felt lonelier. Uh, than when they're in a large group of people, wow. particularly yeah. during the holidays. So, you know, if you're feeling really overwhelmed, making an exit strategy can be a good thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I think consider spending time with close family and friends who you feel safe and comfortable around. Maybe honoring your loved one's memory by setting aside some time to share stories or mm -hmm. maybe lighting a candle in his or her memory. Also, maybe making a donation in your loved one's name to their favorite cause, what, whatever that might be. Yeah. Then some uh, people find something, uh, doing something for others helps them move away from the pain. If you're able, maybe you could volunteer, one could volunteer at a food pantry or shelter, or hospital, retirement center. Uh, they all usually welcome volunteers, and maybe that could be part of a new holiday tradition. Mm -hmm. But most of all, I think it's important for people to be kind to themselves. Know what your limits are. Give yourself permission to feel sad and also give yourself permission to smile and recall fond memories of past holidays with your loved one. Mm -hmm. It's difficult, again, as we mentioned earlier, to make it through this time of the year. So the most important thing is, once again, just be kind to yourself. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. That's a good list. I did see some of our volunteers, recipients, and donor families were also adopting other families, and they were doing it as a family mm -hmm. project. Mm -hmm. And they said that kind of helps them um, shift gears sure. and, and puts things into a better perspective, I guess. Right, right. So, well, we appreciate you sharing. We're going to have more with Sally, obviously, here on the Gifted Life podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Joey, in our community segment today, uh, we are talking about a special trip uh, one of our donor families will be taking pretty soon. Yep. It involves the Rose Parade, which is one of my um, yep. favorite things to watch on TV next around week. the holidays, right? Next week. It comes yeah. up next week in the morning of New Year's. So our special guest joining us right now on the podcast is Kristen Roberts. Hey, Kristen. Hey. Hi. We appreciate you joining us. Um, we know that you soon will be going to California, and we know it's for a special reason. It's to honor your brother, a hero. Tell us a little bit about Matt Walsh. Well, 
he was 21 years old when he passed away from a car accident. And at that time, we knew he would not survive from his injuries. And so we thought the best way to celebrate his life and to turn this tragedy into a blessing would be to give others the gift of life, which made us so, so happy. So we, we uh, decided to donate his organs at that time, and we did so. And so now he is our hero, yeah. and um, we try to live live that way, you know, and honor him every day in our lives. And he was uh, a hero to many. He was able to save three lives and give sight to two others and enhance the lives of many, many others through tissue donation. So Matt is going to be honored as a florograph at the Rose Parade. And uh, what a florograph is, it's kind of like a... a a mixture of flower and plant particles. It's a beautiful, beautiful picture of that hero. And one of my favorite events that I've been to for Lopo was being able to watch the families decorate the last few parts. It's it's very, very ornate, very decorative. And they send the, the florograph back to the families uh, so that they can decorate just the, the last few touches, like the eyebrows and different things. And that's a, a memory I'll never forget. And, and I kind of want to tap into that a little bit, Kristen. Can you tell me what it was like when you found out that he was going to be uh, honored on a florograph in the Rose Parade? We were, we were in shock. I mean, greatly honored, but mostly shocked. My mom tells the story of um, when she received the phone call, um, the person from Loba had to check to see if she was still there because she just had no words. So um, we're just greatly, greatly honored that he was chosen and immense feeling of being proud of him for his his gift and then he's being remembered for that gift now Kristen, i'm looking um at the donate life louisiana facebook page those listening can go there but i'm watching um you guys complete this floor graph i mean what was it like for you when you were able to see the floor graph for the first time finish it um i see you and, and i'm assuming mom with a smile on your faces i mean handsome handsome guy here yeah, it was really exciting to see how uh, well it came out um, in his likeness, um, and it was a very just exciting feeling um, being able to finish that and knowing that we are a part of that um, and it's going to be part of that day and part of memories forever, but to know that we had a hand in completing it was an amazing feeling. It's a very special thing for us at LOPA. We've we've been sponsoring now uh, families for the Rose Parade for a few years, and and it is one of our favorite events to be able to allow and help those families go to Pasadena and spend that time. You know, it's going to be a fun time for you from from what I've heard from from people who've gone in the past. And actually, I want to know, what are you? Are you excited? Are you nervous about going? We're very excited. Um, a little nervous just because we know it's going to be um, emotional and maybe a little overwhelming, mm-hmm. but I think the overall tone is that it's, it's going to be amazing and it's going to be um, just so much love you know, to be had by all with the feeling of happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think definitely the most exciting thing happened to us in a while. Well, we are going to be watching uh, the Rose Parade from our televisions, and we will be looking for that yellow framed floor graph of Matt Walsh as he's in front of this nationwide mm-hmm. audience helping promote donation. And then I'm sure that you guys will be sending us pictures that we will yep, also post on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages as well. But look, we appreciate you guys sharing this with us, this journey. Um, but you guys also go out in the community and help promote donation as well. So it, it, it's like you guys are continuing to kind of pay it forward. 
We try. We really do try. Uh, my mom, more so than me, she's very involved. Um, I'm in the Sudden Impact Program with the high school students. She goes out and tells Matt's story um, on a pretty frequent basis. So I'm very proud of her and the work that she does and continues with that. And as far as, you know, me and my family, we, besides what our mom does, we just try to be, you know, advocates for organ donation and just try to spread the good news about it and encourage many people as possible to sign up to be organ donors. How amazing. I know that you guys will head out on December 29th. We will be watching uh, from our television sets. Just love the Rose Parade. Look for the Donate Life float. Look for Matt Walsh. And then we can't wait to hear all about it when you guys return. Have a safe trip and have a great day. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you so much. Now time to honor a hero. We do this on every podcast. And remember, you can see all of our heroes on our Facebook page, lopa.org, Faces of Donation. But today, we're highlighting a little cutie patootie, someone mom calls her rock star, yep. and that is Miss Drew Mayon. Yeah, Lori. Uh, on the morning of September 20th, 2007, uh, the lives of Michael and Jada Mayon took a turn that was really unbelievable. They received a phone call from the principal at Drew's school. Uh, she was 10 at that time, and she had collapsed while she was in gym class. So, of course, they took her to the emergency room uh, to one of the local hospitals. They realized that she had suffered an aneurysm. And the course of the day's events for their family, for her brother, both her brothers, Brock and Luke, and then, of course, her parents were just heartbreaking. She was pronounced that day brain dead. I remember personally meeting Jada and Michael at that time. Uh, I was the LOPA coordinator that went for family support at the time. And I remember seeing her pictures they had on the wall. And she was such a beautiful, as you mentioned, a cutie patootie. She was a beautiful, beautiful girl. You know, when I talked to them about donation, they had talked about it before. It's something that they had talked about for themselves. And their their answer was a simple one. They, they said, yes, absolutely. We, we definitely want to do everything we can to save others' lives. Later, she was able to uh, give the gift of life to three different recipients and, and cite to two people. Her mom said, uh, through the incredible, incredibly difficult grieving months that followed, Lopa became an extended part of our family keeping us informed of the status of Drew's recipients. On the weekend of uh, March 27, 2008, the family prepared for Drew's, uh, a celebration of Drew's life. It was her birthday weekend. And surprisingly to them, they received a letter on that weekend from her kidney and pancreas recipient, Steve. And, and they were so excited about it, you know, and, and they talked about it for some time. Uh, Michael and Jada shared the joy of meeting Steve by saying this, Our new relationship with Steve has touched our lives forever. The common threads and interests of our families, as well as Steve's humility and greatness toward Drew's gifts, have supported our decision of being organ donors. Drew and Steve, donor and recipient, will be forever the light of our lives. Incredible. And Steve, actually, we had a rare opportunity for a live television interview, and Steve drove um, from out of state here to be with Jada to talk about Drew, to talk about donation, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. 
Jada and her family continue to be advocates for donation, doing anything and everything. And Joey, I remember for one of our Rabelais runs for life, we were trying to get the ingredients together for a jambalaya and we mm-hmm. couldn't find onions and rice. Uh, and how are we going to pay for it? And so we kind of put the word out. We sent a text and said, hey, can anybody help us? And Jada said, I'm on this. <laughs> and so she sent out a couple of texts. She got some people to cover it. And we had all the ingredients we needed for a large celebration of life at the Rabelais Run for Life. So all these people with this incredible talent come together to honor their heroes and to save more lives. At this point in the podcast, let's go ahead and pause and say thank you to rock star Drew Mayall for the gift of life. Question and answer time here on The Gifted Life. Yep, Lori, this one's for you, actually. Oh. You know, I've been hearing uh, from the times I've been out in the community or hospitals, they say, you know, how do I get involved? I'd like to. I'm ready to get involved. Who do I talk to? Do you guys have any requirements for it? I would love for you to join our team. Come on. Let's do this, right? Uh, I'm from Cajun country. You got that right, <laughs> Joe. You too. Um, but we try to make it as easy as possible. So I guess the first stop would be lopa.org. There's a huge orange volunteer tab. So click on that. Put your information in. That goes to the community educator nearest you. So if you're in the Baton Rouge area, that comes to me. And then I let you know about everything going on. So it could be music bingo. It could be a race. It could be talking at a school, talking at a church, talking at a Rotary Club, um, those different kinds of things. But we work with you. Maybe you're not ready to tell your story and you need some guidance with that. We do that, too. We try to make it as easy as possible. We try to hit on your interests. You know, if we have more time in a classroom, it's an informal setting that may be more comfortable for you. So um, I get to know you a little bit, and then we kind of work out those kinks, and then we go from there, and we try to save as many lives as possible. You can do anything. Also, you can help us on social media by sharing our stories, uh, promoting donation on your social media pages, etc. So please come join our team. Let's save lives together. I would love for you to join our team. Yet another episode of The Gifted Life has come to a close, Joe. Number 20 is done in the books. There you go. We'd like to thank our special guests. Yes, absolutely. We want to thank Kelly Ranham, our CEO, first for allowing us to put on this podcast, but secondly for coming out of her comfort zone and, and coming on to our little podcast here and, and, and giving us some insight about you know the past, about Lopa, and then kind of her involvement uh, from the beginning. And then a uh, big thanks to Kristen Roberts, it's going to be an exciting time for her and her family next week when they'll be honoring her brother, Matt Walsh, a uh, hero to, to everyone here in the Rose Parade. Uh, you're going to see his floor graph there. I can't wait to watch the Rose Parade. I'll, that's one of my favorite parades each year to watch. But I certainly love watching the Donate Life America float that comes on. Yeah, watch for that Donate Life float and watch for Matt Walsh's picture. Remember, you can go to Facebook and you can see that floor graph before it is attached to that float and makes its way down in the Rose Parade. It is December 25th. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Be thankful. Love everyone. Yep. Love your family. Share your feelings, everyone. We talked to Sally. That's very important. And uh, go out and do something that you don't normally do for donation. Do it today. Thanks for listening here on The Gifted Life.